This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. <laughs> this is the Rich Eisen Show. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. What's your assessment of Brock Purdy? Where are the turnovers coming from? He's forcing, you know, he's okay. trying to make two big plays. Earlier on the show, ESPN NFL analyst Dan Orlovsky. Coming up, senior writer for the MMQB, Albert Breer. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two, the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Obviously, uh, it's not Halloween. It's uh, November the 1st, and we're here on uh, this Wednesday edition of the Rich Eisen Show. We already chatted with Mike Florio. Brees Hall of the Jets coming up in hour number three. And in this hour, our uh, weekly Wednesday chat with the voice of college football from Fox Sports and the Athletic, Bruce Feldman, who spoke to no fewer than, what, 50 unnamed coaches and individuals around college football to talk about how they think uh, Michigan's current predicament should be viewed. Really interesting article. And uh, so clearly there's lots to talk about with him, including the first college football playoff rankings that came out. We just discussed that Um the top of the show for those who are just joining us right now, and I know we're just coming on the air in Las Vegas, Nevada, on our radio affiliate there, uh, Raiders Nation. We say hello to you, um, and I know you're wondering, oh, okay, uh, middle of the night decisions in, in Vegas normally uh, don't go very well, uh, as I mentioned at the top of the program. And um, uh, I think a lot of Raiders fans, certainly the one that held up that sign in Detroit during the Monday night loss to the Lions in which Jimmy Garoppolo looked terrible and kept being that turnover machine that has him leading the league in interceptions with nine despite missing two and a half games and then missing, you know, two times Devontae Adams for touchdowns. The uh, fan held up just fire Josh and the owner clearly saw this sign and agreed. Said say less. And Josh McDaniels is gone after a year and a half on the job. His hand-picked general manager, Dave Ziegler, gone half year and a half on the job. And I know when speaking to a lot of Ranger fans, they feel Mike Mayock was substandard in his role, um, I believe, uh, differently. Obviously, I am biased. I was been around his acumen of evaluating talent for a decade and a half as the NFL Network is celebrating 20 years on the air this coming Saturday. Um, And uh, to have him in the building and then send him packing after a team that he helped build um, with Rich Bisaccia at the helm, 
as the interim head coach with everything going on with John Gruden and then Henry Ruggs at the time, as we all remember what was going on with him off the field. And this team makes the playoffs and damn near beats the Bengals. They had a shot to put it in the end zone to make sure Joe Burrow's blossoming didn't wind up with a Super Bowl appearance that year. Man. Rich Bisaccia, the guy would write handwritten notes and talk to players in a very meaningful manner. And the team was rallying around each other in that special feeling that was going around that building despite the unmitigated disaster that had befallen the franchise that they stuck together and made the playoffs and damn near won a road playoff game. Mark Davis decided we're not going with that. We're going to try and create Patriots West. And what a bad decision that was. I know, TJ, you said in the first hour, it should have kept with Rich Passaccia. That might be hindsight being 2020, but I was saying at the time, why not him? Man, it was 7-5, to five, right? Why not stick with Mayock? And instead, maybe the guy who was in the building that day they almost beat the Bengals could be the, the way through. My fellow Staten Islander, Lou Anarumo. Might be a no-nonsense dude to stick right there in that division. If I want to beat Patrick Mahomes, and I'm sick and tired of Mahomes beating my brains in, and Mahomes has an opportunity to pick confetti out of his hair as a back-to-back champion in my building next February, how about taking the guy who defensively has prevented Mahomes from making a Super Bowl? How about that guy? How about a guy that has spent many a moon coordinating against Andy Reid and Mahomes and then the Chiefs having issues in those games? I kind of dig that idea as you're starting to think down the road who might be the next guy. Or let's see what Antonio Pierce does. He might shock you. But they've decided to go with Aiden O'Connell, which makes total sense. Trust me, as a Michigan Wolverine fan, in the Big Ten championship game that I thought, and we all thought, after beating the Ohio State for a second straight time, we all thought, um, hey, this thing's going to be a cakewalk against Purdue. Aiden O'Connell was making great decisions, getting the ball out quickly, and he gave Michigan a good first half. But maybe Connor Stallions was just had, had uh, had his wires crossed or something. Never know. According to so many people out never, there. Never know. Okay. That's true. We do never Could know. Could have been on the sideline. Who knows? But I, I I, I, think the kid looked great in the preseason. I know preseason is preseason. But the minute, the minute they decided to go with Brian Hoyer instead of Aiden O'Connell in Chicago was definitely one of those moments where, like, what is this dude thinking? <laughs> you know, what is he thinking? That was the one for me. You know, while while Chicago's starting their undrafted free agent right. in right. Tyson Bajant, and he beats you, it was and, – and then after Hoyer threw a pick six, then he puts O'Connell in the game. It's just like, really? What's too, that about? Too late. To me, it just read like, I don't want a quarterback controversy. We paid Jimmy G all this money. Uh, you know, Aiden O'Connell got to start earlier because Jimmy was hurt. Yeah. Okay, so we put O'Connell in now, and what if he plays great and we win? Well, now I have 
to answer all these questions about, are you going to start the kid? What about Jimmy? You paid it. But you're the guy with four and a half more years left on your contract. I you're saying it. it's my way, which is what Mark Davis basically said when he handed the keys of the store over to them, them being him and Ziggler a year and a half ago. And it was obvious to everyone that Jimmy G isn't the guy or wasn't the guy or couldn't be the guy. Howie Long was the guest on What the Football with Suzy Schuster and Amy Trask yesterday. And, you know, obviously the firing happened a few hours later, but this is what he had to say about the quarterback situation. Raider great to Raider great and Schuster great. I think Jimmy is kind of a reliable stopgap measure. I think the young guy, I think they took him in the fourth round, uh, is a guy that Josh McDaniel. You're anytime you're anytime you're 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 looking at talent, you're a head coach or you're a GM. You're going to draw on what you had in the past. Well, this guy looks like Art, or this guy plays like Gene, or this guy could be Ted Hendricks, this guy could be Howie Long, whoever it is. I think for him, that guy probably reminded them the most of Tom Brady. You know, the size, the style of play. He's a pocket guy who can move a little bit, but he's not a runner. Um, smart guy, poised. Uh, I just don't think they had the pieces in place right now. And then you, 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 what ends up happening is frustration sets in. Frustration sets in with wide receivers. Like you get a Devontae Adams, who's you know probably a Hall of Fame wide receiver, who's used to playing with a great quarterback. He came there to play with Derek Carr, and Derek Carr is no longer there. And you know you you take last night, and last night he's he's open on a couple of what would have been really big plays, potentially touchdown plays, and can't get the ball there. That's right. So now they're going Aiden O'Connell, perhaps because, you know, Garoppolo is going to cost money on your cap and be on your roster next year if he gets hurt. And that's what he does in between occasional erratic play and occasional stellar play. By the way, Howie also previewed Eagles Cowboys on Fox on What the Football. Get it where all your podcasts can be acquired. But this makes total, complete sense. See what you got in the Purdue kid. And if he, if he loses football games, with all due respect to Max Crosby and all due respect to Devontae Adams and all due respect to all those proud veterans on that team, Marcus Peters, who had a pick six. We can go on and on and on and on. Colton Miller, right? But uh, if you don't win a lot more games... There's a kid here at USC that would look great in silver black in, uh, in Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm sure he'd want to go there, too. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, we, we say he's the next Mahomes. How about getting the next Mahomes to take on Mahomes and stick him with a, a coach who might bring in a coordinator perfect for him in the Burrow style while he continues doing what he does defensively and has the plan to beat Mahomes? That's just, just throwing it out there, caping for my fellow Staten Islander. That's my man right there. It's a good call. Luana Rumo, just throwing That's it out there. That's my man right there. It's a good call. Yeah, I went method I man mean, on He's going to be top of the list for uh, I think he will be. I think he will be, and that's why another reason why the Bengals should win right now because this is the last year, I guess, that Burrow's on his rookie deal, right? I mean, his, his, his extension kicks in kicks, next year. Right, exactly. And, 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 they, and they were fortunate to keep uh, that their, their staff was somehow not rated. Yeah. One other quarterback change that's made today. One that I think, Christopher, you and I saw it coming. 
Anybody who watches Atlanta Falcons football (laughs) saw coming. And one of the reasons why I picked Atlanta to win the division this year is I thought at some point the Atlanta Falcons, whether it was by injury to their quarterback that they're hoping is the future or too much erratic play, up and down play for the young quarterback who they hope is their future, that eventually the Falcons would hit the rest of the league with the Heineke. Now it's happening. Desmond Ritter got hurt in last week's game for the Atlanta Falcons. And they are now at four and four after the Falcons had a frustrating experience in Arthur Smith's revisit to Tennessee. And sure enough, Heineke comes in the game and the offense looks crisper. And that's what this guy does. And he does some crazy ass things sometimes. He's got some Fitz magic in him. I'm not going to lie to you. He does have a lot of the Fitz magic. He's got a touch of the Fitz magic. Takes chances. And which is is a problem, you know. It's a problem, but it it does pay off at some time. And Arthur Smith is deciding to go with Heineke. Do we have that soundbite? Actually, we do. Hit it. You know, just for this week, you know, just with all the variables, you know, just kind of consider everything the last 72 hours and what we feel is good, best for this week, for us, uh, you know, against Minnesota, Taylor will play this week. Just for this week. I mean, he's dipping week. his toe in the water. Yeah, he doesn't want on. a cannonball straight in. You know, like he's not, it's not like the Caddyshack pool scene here. Because <laughs> I guess he doesn't want to be held, holding the baby Ruth at the end. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, I mean... Okay, fine. Duty. Just for this week, hey, Minnesota's right. defense is no joke. They but if Ritter's well. ready, if Ritter's available and ready, then why aren't you playing him? Exactly. And, and so he's just look, friend of the program. I root for the guy. Sometimes his face needs to be told to smile a little bit when he then he shows up on McAfee's show and he's a laugh a minute. Like you know, it's like a two drink minimum, like Sarah Tiana. I know. You know. So, um, <laughs> hey, listen. Whatever, she's, she's so whatever, happy. Whatever you got to tell yourself, fine. Uh, I think it will show that um, this this team's going to start moving the ball. And how about giving Bijan like twenty five touches? What are we doing here, right? Like, can we just? How about just anything just, in the red zone? When you get to the red zone, maybe give the ball to your best player. Why not? Instead of running trick plays. I, 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 I feel. I shouldn't offer advice like this because Arthur Smith is a smart offensive guy who doesn't need my advice. How about, how about what the Lions did with Jameer Gibbs? How about let's start a game with six touches for Bijan Robinson on boom, the first boom, drive? Boom, boom, just, boom. just maybe to show everybody I, I, I can do this. You know, we're just keeping him fresh. It's a long season. We do have, you know, Algier here. We got, you know, the, uh, the original here. Um, Jack of all trades. Yeah, Cordero. In Cordero Patterson. But how about giving number seven the ball like Jameer Gibbs got the ball from the Lions where we're just going to give it to you and hit it again and hit it again. Like Hans Gruber. One more time. Hit it. Let's see what happens. Let's see if the Vikings can handle that. Put a little Bijan on the Heineke mustard hot dog, right? Let's go. I mean, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's get... Let, Feature him like the Lions just featured Gibbs with a little bit of Heineke, and I bet you suddenly Drake London is going to be wide open. Honestly, Kyle Pitts and the rest down of the seam. Like, let's go. Right, Van Jefferson. I thought was a nice pickup. Yep. I think like they have an offense that can hit you 
with the Heineke. I dig it. It's time. I mean, it's time. It's time. That I, 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 but I keep thinking what Jared Goff said. You got to give somebody three years, but I don't think you get three years anymore. Josh McDaniels just got a year and a half. Yeah. Like you can't give people and three years anymore. People don't have three problem. years the anymore. Coaches don't have three. Well, years. it's not just the coaches. And I don't mean to blame this. This is not an Arthur blank thing. Like Arthur blank might be like, do whatever the hell you want to do. We have no idea, but, but there's a locker room of guys like Calais Campbell in year 2015 for him. And they can win this division and he's balling out. And the rest of that defense is balling out. Let's give that defense an offense run by somebody else for a week. Just a week. Just a week. But I think this is Heineke's gig, man. And maybe it will serve Ritter to watch it. Atlanta, home for Minnesota at Arizona. Oh, that could be Kyler Murray's return. Then a bye. (laughs) Home for New Orleans. Oh, man. Falcons, Saints. That will be for first place, I would Profit to say as we're sitting here right now, three weeks removed from it, first of two times at the Jets, their finale with Tampa at Carolina, home for Indianapolis, at Chicago, at New Orleans. Pretty favorable schedule. Damn straight it is. <laughs> you know, it's the division is there. Absolutely. A home playoff game is there. And for one week, I think he's made the move that I I felt has been inevitable four weeks. And and kudos to him for holding. Hold and see if your kid can start matriculating. But let's take a break here. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Bruce Feldman is here. Let's talk college football with our weekly college football guest on this front from Fox Sports and The Athletic. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time 
Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Back here on our Roku channel stream, and look who's joining us once again here on his Wednesday spot on the Rich Eisen Show. Kind enough to stop by again from Fox Sports and the Athletic. Bruce Feldman, good to see you, sir. Good morning. Where are you going this week? Uh, Austin, Texas. We got UT hosting K-State. Should be a good game. Uh, No Quinn Ewers we don't expect this weekend. Malik Murphy will start again, so K-State's played well. When are we going to see Arch Manning? Why haven't we seen him yet? What do you think? I don't What's think the he's plan ready. For him? What's the plan for him? My guess is they will reevaluate in the spring where he's at. Question is, does Quinn Ewers leave? Because he could he could leave and jump in this deep quarterback class. And then it's like, will Malik Murphy, who they know has talent but hasn't played a lot, he didn't play a right. lot in high school, will he be able to show enough? I think that's the quarterback battle next spring if Ewers leaves. And I'll just say, too, I mean, the Manning family has a history of paying attention <laughs> to their – family members and what their standing is or where they're going this is fine they're 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 cool with just this kid sitting maybe even two years that you was being there and he's not playing i think they had to know that situation going in really i mean i don't think it was a surprise like quinn ewers was considered by a lot of people no i know that highest rated this year but another year after that well, did they think you were just going to bounce after one year? They knew, I mean, they knew Caleb and Drake May were probably going to be at the top of this draft. So Arch will just not get drafted for another three years after that, or he'll just play, or he'll be one and done in Texas. I think the question is if you if you're them and they clearly bought in to Steve yeah. Sarkeesian as the quarterback clearly. developer in that system, do you just jump because you are getting itchy to to get on the field? You know, like what are the better alternatives? I think what what would be interesting here is. Obviously, with the portal, you can make a move. Question is, you know, he's probably going to be unproven as a college player if he were to. And again, I've heard nothing that says he's he's looking to bolt sure. if he's not the guy in 2024 when they make the move to the SEC. We've got uh, Bruce Feldman here from Fox Sports and The Athletic here on the Rich Eisen Show back at the Rich Eisen Show desk. Furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com. Or just stop by. Your two cents on the first college football playoff rankings are what? Uh, Ohio State is number one. That may surprise some people who go, I don't think they're the best team in the country. They have the best resume. They went to Notre Dame, beat that team. That's a good Notre Dame team. They beat Penn State. That's a top 10 team. And then even last weekend, Mm -hmm. they went to Wisconsin and beat them by two touchdowns. I get it. It's not a great Wisconsin team, but that's still a 5-3 and Wisconsin team. Mm -hmm. If you look at Georgia, the next team there... Georgia's best win is against a three-loss Florida team that all three of their losses have been double digits, and Florida squeaked by South Carolina. Also, Georgia had its hands full of South Carolina. South Carolina is two and six. So if you ask me head-to-head who I think is better, I think Georgia would win the game. Mm. But if we at this point, we got to go on resume at least, and then all this stuff is going to sort itself out as we get further into well, of it. Of course, you know, and Michigan and uh, has not uh, played anybody yet. Right, that's so. that's the the general sense of things. Um there was a quote I I saw from Boo Corrigan about how Michigan's off the field scenario and situation and Connor Stallions and sign stealing and all of that didn't play into the ranking at all, saying we really see it as an NCAA issue and not a CFP issue. So 
What what did you make? What do you make of a I'm statement like that? I'm not surprised. I don't think the CFP committee wants to wait in and be the jury on that. I think they would much rather have either the Big Ten, which has the leeway to do it, or the NCA do something. If they don't, I don't think the CFP. Now there may be somebody on the committee who sits there and goes, you know, in my head, I'm looking at it going, they've had an unfair advantage. Now the flip side of that is when they play Penn State. In, two weeks next yep. week. And when they play, you know, Thanksgiving weekend against Ohio state, those teams are going to come in. You would think either wristbanded up or completely aware of, all right, they're not getting our stuff. We're going to change whatever, make adjustments, whatever's going to happen in that game is going to happen. And you would, you would think that it won't bear out. I mean, the irony in this is that all the teams they've played now they've dominated everybody, Michigan. Yeah. Michigan. But no, no one has been truly good on their schedule at this point. But all those teams, you would think they didn't probably would not have needed to have yeah. any any added intel. Well, for that. that and that's the whole frustrating element of it. Obviously, everything you know that I've been talking about with my Michigan friends and my fellow Wolverines and fellow alums, it it, it it's a wide range of emotion, disappointment, embarrassment frustration like you know everybody has a set of eyes i mean daniel jeremiah came on this program one of the most respected people mm -hmm. that i know in in our community that 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 straddles the line of analysis and scouting and everything like that he, he he's like you know sign stealing had nothing to do with aiden hutchinson beating the crap out of the tackle that was across from him a couple of years ago and that they're dominating in the trenches and things like that which is why like what why why the hell was this guy Connor Stallions, free to do what he was doing. That's the ultimate question here that I have, and I know you've just done a, a yeah. whole survey with. with we talked to we uh, myself and Max Olson, my colleague at the Athletic. We talked to fifty college coaches, many head coaches, but from every conference in in major college football. Mm -hmm. and How long did this take? By this the way? was a pretty much around the clock for the last had, week. Okay, this was put everything else on the back burner. We're getting this done this week. And so we started it early last week. On The Athletic. On The Athletic. Yes, sir. And we wanted to really get into context. So on a scale of one to five, one being not a big deal, five being very serious, rate it. How serious do you think this is? Um, only two of the 50 coaches that we spoke to felt like it was under a three. Most of them felt like it was very serious. Uh, then it was from 2021 on how much... Uh, if at all credit, do you, does this take away from what Michigan did? Obviously Michigan was two and four in the pandemic year, um, or two and, and they're one, and they didn't even play Ohio state. Right. Mm -hmm. And then they go from that to, they've just dominated the conference. Now, obviously, and I agree, I did DJ and Bucky's podcast a week ago and both were in alignment and I respect those guys greatly. Uh, by the same token, we talked to a lot of college football coaches. Does it affect Aiden Hutchinson? You know, but it definitely will, could affect you have a shot play, you have lined up, you know exactly when to do it. You have pressures that you're going to, you know, know where to, where to bring it from mm -hmm. all sorts of things. These are coaches who are, some are in the league, some are not, but they're all high level coaches to know. Cause we had asked them at one point, how many points do you think a game this could be worth if it's a real operation? Some said as many as 21. I mean, that's Ooh. a big number. Like, I don't care what the college football player is. If you ask like a handicapper, that no player is worth 21 points um, in college football. 
And this is was fascinating to see. The biggest issue, and it goes back to your question, was so Connor Stallions, a Naval Academy grad, lifelong Michigan fan, desperately aspiring to rise up in the coaching ranks. With a 600-page Michigan manifesto or something like and that? That's the, that's the report. Yes. Is he took a lot, I know this part, this part I, from you know our own reporting, took great pride in his reputation as a signal stealer. Now, if he's doing it in game, just based off of the intel they maybe had from TV copy going in or anything like that, most schools have some operation or some mm-hmm. person who's trying to do that. The part where you cross the big line is if you are going in person to do the scouting, some, and some of the people we talked to in the survey did say they have had instances where somebody from another school had come to their spring game, maybe filmed them. We've heard of stuff where people had spied on walkthroughs, a handful of this. We have not heard the degree of things that apparently Connor Stallions was doing. Like, like holding a laminate with everybody's signs and things like that. So many signs things. There's a Central like Michigan that, right? thing, if that's him, looks really what dubious. Was, what the hell, man? But then the other part of it, where a, bunch, where a bunch of coaches had issue with this, because one of the questions we asked is, how, is there any case for plausible deniability for Jim Harbaugh here? Now, first of all, the NCAA is not going to go on that because the NCAA says you were responsible for everybody who works so for you. So this is a moot point when it comes to potential violations and the and punishments for it. Yeah, because other coaches have been no, have been dinged for what their underlings do and saying you didn't know you should have right. okay. known. Right. But the part that... So a couple of coaches I talked to, and these are head coaches in this case, were like, I don't know everything that goes on in my building. You know, and these are, one of them was a Sunbelt coach. Their building is quite honestly a lot smaller than Michigan, <laughs> a lot less people. Yes. The, the, the thing people have called out is, why is this guy who was, has worked in the recruiting department, no headset, worked in the recruiting department, why is he next to uh, Jesse Minner, the defense coordinator, while the game is going on, talking to him mm-hmm. in the middle of this? That looks suspicious. Why is he next to Jim Harbaugh? I've had head coaches go, there's no way a guy like that is going to be in my space while, while a head, while a game is going on. Mm-hmm. It just, it strains, you know, credibility beyond belief to them that those things look really dubious. And if Jim didn't know, it's like, okay, how are you so sure? Why are you, why are we leaning everything on this guy that he is so prominent? You know, I talked to another coach who'd, in the in the Big Ten, who was like, you know, we heard they had this Navy SEAL guy who was like, on profile, you could say, okay, here's a guy who maybe could have a next level yeah, a ability to background. do this. Sure. Yeah, uh-huh. that, and I talked to people who've been at Michigan who said he was really good. He had an uncanny knack for this. Well, maybe this is why. Did anybody wonder why? Well, it's obvious that it's it's not uncanny. It's you know, it's it's. What's the word for it? It's 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 Dubious. it's hammy. It's like yeah. the, it's a, I was saying before. It's 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 um it's like my, one of my kids who who eats something he, he he shouldn't and then leaves the cabinet door open and and crumbs trail to his room. I mean, it's it's ham handed. Yeah, like, it absolutely is. It's done, incredibly like, sloppy. I had what is he uh, like? What is he doing? And I, so, like, I mentioned this on our big noon show the other day. One of the coaches I talked to said. They basically think they should get they should get punished alone for being stupid about how they did this. They should not have gotten caught for years, except they basically. But the, hold on a second. The problem with that is that means that Harbaugh was directing it. Now, what's the proof on that? Now, I understand you're saying it's strange credulity that this guy stand. It could be it. It could be just 
hey, guy's got a naval background. He's really good at this. And, and you nobody, never wonder why never is wonder, this guy so good at this? I, I guess he, they, he was saying, I'm looking at the tape. I looked at the tape and I saw all this. I, hey, you're looking at me like that, too. And I understand <laughs> that that's the way you're looking at me like that. And 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 so, th- but but we're finding the fault line and what needs to be proven and what doesn't need to be proven. That's what I'm saying here. And so, when are we going to hear anything about the other this? thing? That the other thing is Jim Harbaugh. This doesn't happen in a vacuum, right? Like Jim Harbaugh still has an NCA investigation from recruiting violation from the COVID dead period that right. is on him. You know, I think the other thing that is operating here is. Are we giving him the benefit of the doubt on this? Now, we say we, we're not the NCAA. Right. We're not. Uh, well, you know, they're not going to. No, but it, I think ultimately it's as much the big t- on the Big Ten right now because they're the ones who have the leeway to jump in ahead of time now. And do what? Take That's, away wins? I don't know if it's take away wins. Here's what, what I, I would think. And this is something, you know, like people are not, oh, 100% on this. Do you punish the team? And what did J.J. McCarthy have to do this? Now, I, the thing that I think more people buy in is Harbaugh needs to be disciplined for this. Does that mean Harbaugh gets suspended for the rest of the season while this goes on? If I was a Michigan fan, quite honestly, I would rather, much rather have that yeah. that uh, played out than my team. Right. I don't. I don't think a, a postseason bowl ban. This is my own opinion from talking to a lot of people. Yeah, seems like the the optimum way to do it. Now, if they can, if if there's an investigation going on, and you find out that the coordinators, you know, and again, the Jesse Minner stuff, the defense coordinator, that does not look good from them, just the optics of it. That doesn't mean he's guilty of this. Of course. I but mean, again, Brian. this is a guy who is like, this wasn't a former head coach who happened to be on. This isn't like, hey, we got Cliff Kingsbury over here who's a decorated, you know, longtime football mind mm-hmm. here. We have a guy whose title is he works in the recruiting office. Who, Connor Stallions. Connor Stallions. Yeah, That's what he, like, Dude, I, I have this no idea. smells really bad Don't for I, Michigan. I, I, I I that doesn't it. mean I that doesn't mean Jim Harbaugh. That's what and I'm those, saying. It smells bad for Michigan, and I understand it looks bad when you see him. What do you think? They like, do? What, what, what do I think? They what do you do? think? I don't know what's happening though. I don't know, and you don't know completely what's happening. No, you, I have, don't know. you have spoken to 50 coaches who believe they know. Nobody knows. I need to see an actual investigation. But that's what's going on. Announced, and that's that's what I need to see. So the question and is, here's what I also need to see. Michigan has suspended Connor Stallions already. I don't want to see him again. Honestly, I I don't want to see him ever again. I don't know why he was within 100 million miles of Schembechler Hall. Honestly. If Tony Petiti, the commissioner of the Big Ten, said, hey, right now, we're going to suspend Jim Harbaugh for the remainder of the season pending this investigation, what would you think of that? Um... I would have a problem with that. Why? Because you're suspending Connor Stallions and he's supposed to be responsible. Correct. Because he's the one that's Venmoing people that you have the receipts for. And he's the one that apparently folks are like, I'm a division three coach. I I actually got money to sit at a Nebraska game or whatever. Like, so yeah, we don't know what Jim has done. And until we know what Jim has done, we're not suspending him in advance. Like that's. Well, you're suspending this guy and Jim's responsible for that guy. I'm saying. Okay. Uh, uh, So let's just put it this way. Would you uh, agree that if Michigan runs the table and eviscerates everybody in the same way that they'd eviscerate everyone else with Connor Stallions ripped out root and branch, there's no asterisk to it? I don't know if I would go that far because I don't know what they, uh, Rich, I don't know exactly what they're what they're on the hook for. Right now, I wouldn't That's what I'm I wouldn't saying. So you're going to suspend, you're going to suspend Harbaugh without well, knowing the what reason who's on the, why, the ones on the hook the for? The reason why I'd say it might be a more viable scenario 
is because you already have Jim under investigation for something else. You, I mean, he that's served a, three years, three games for it. That's not what the NCAA was going to say. And by the way, like that is a significant thing. All right, let me push back here too. NCAA, first of all, okay. Secondly, I'm saying the Big Ten here. Okay, Big Ten's different. Big Ten's different. Secondly, who, who's doing the reporting on this independent firm? that knocks on the NCAA door and says, oh, guess what we found? Some lunatic that's running around with tickets, you know, and, and cell phone cameras. Who's that person? Who's that entity? That's a great question. That, that is, is a great, great question. question. That's what but I'd that like doesn't, to know. But, but, no, but, no, no, but that second. doesn't absolve. It doesn't absolve. It doesn't absolve. That's a little whataboutism stuff going on, though. It's not whataboutism. I'm not saying, but I. you don't think it's a key ingredient to all this to find out what's going on? I think it's a piece of it, okay. I, but I also don't think... It doesn't it, absolve yeah, anything. Yeah. I, I understand what I'm saying. It doesn't absolve anything, but it's kind of an interesting it's, it's curious. question It is very here. curious. And look, I'll be, I'll be honest. Have you well, ever heard of that, first of all? So, an independent firm knocking on the door of the NCAA, and nobody in the media is asking, who people hired are, the independent uh, wait, firm? People, Because uh, I know before, and I'm trying to think who had that. It was I'm not Washington, seeing a piece on that. I'm seeing, no. I'm seeing where, where Connor Stallions bought his tickets. That is I'm hard. seeing him dressed like a clown on the sideline of this Central Michigan. This is turned into a feeding frenzy on, because I know our my colleagues at The Athletic spent a bunch of time chasing that. Yes. And the Washington Post was able to get at it before we could get it in the print. They got print. it that it that that's how the NCAA found out about it. But you, I read that Washington Post piece over and over and over again, not even a split second was there. An people, art, was it even a line about? Well, you know, we we have not determined who's hired. It was just I, it was just a firm, Rich, did it. because they're not as they're not as sloppy as Connor Stallions and Stallions was in this. Which means what? They don't have it, so they don't they don't even well, put not, in a people line. People are going to blast it out because we okay. don't. You know, like there's there people have theories because I know I've been on these same Slack exchanges with my colleagues about as we've ta- as we've tried to report on this. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't just push everything out there to that degree. But I, again, I think some of this is because they were so brazen and sloppy. Who's they? They is Michigan. Cause it's Connor Stallions who works there. I mean, it'd be different if he didn't, but he did. And he was prominent last year for a, a recruiting analyst. Yeah. He's just, please. I, I, I totally understand what you're saying. Like, you know, I, I, I get what you're saying. And that's why it's a timely situation. Certainly if you're putting out there as a supposition, Bruce Feldman, that Harbaugh should be suspended for the rest of the year. Michigan should go on this magical run with the interim head coaches or whomever. Right. That's worked in the basketball program. Hey, before, man, correct? Steve Fisher, you know, yeah. hung a banner. I, I get it. I understand it. But what, what are you hearing? Is Michigan going to give him a contract? You hearing that? Yeah, I mean, we've heard that that's in the works. I That would honestly surprise me because Jim Harbaugh has, there's a couple of things that are going on here. Um, Jim Harbaugh did dances with the NFL before. Now mm-hmm. he's going to have, and look, he, he told me this, this was, you know, like in the summer, I feel like I have 20 guys who are going to get drafted this year. We're By the way, he's the not record. wrong. He might not be wrong. No, but all those guys are going to move on. Right. Like whatever happens this year, if they win the national title, if they go to the playoff, whatever, it's a really, it's a, it's a borderline great team. We're going to find out. Right. But they're probably not going to be anywhere near as good next year. You're still got the NCA on you from the COVID dead period sanctions. Who knows how this thing is going to play out? I just 
sit there and go, if you're Jim Harbaugh and you can get to the NFL, right? Now, we heard he bombed the interview with the Vikings two years ago, <laughs> and it didn't work <laughs> out with the, with the Broncos. Um, but he was, you know, he's a proven, unlike almost every guy who came from college football, whether it's Urban Meyer or Matt Rule, um, he was wildly successful as an NFL head coach. Yes, sir. Only guy who's coaching the college football playoff game and the Super Bowl. You know, so he's like, to me, it's like, you now whether he ends up, I know we talked, you talked about uh, Lou Anarumo being the next guy at the Raiders. I don't know. You know, there's going to be a bunch of jobs that, that I suspect will come open or might come open. Sure. That Jim Harbaugh has some ties to already. And he can have his personnel guy um, inserted right away. Like, uh, for sure. Like, whatever plan he was placing yeah, so in front of other I don't get, NFL owners. I don't get how Michigan would set up and go, okay, we've had all this drama with Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, we know he's a really good college coach. But we're gonna we're gonna roll through with this with the NCA and just say, hey, we're good with all this. I to me, it doesn't make that much sense from both sides of this. It really doesn't. You know, it's like Jim Harbaugh's been there a long time. Jim Harbaugh never stayed anybody anywhere a long time in coaching. Um, he's got the NCA all over Michigan, which they absolutely are. So, it, it, but if me, it's not a, if it's if if the NCAA all over Michigan is not a college football playoff problem. And Michigan goes on a run and eviscerates every opponent without. And, they, and they, they've the been NCAA's not going away by the end of this. By the way, oh, it, great. it took them six years to get on Kansas, and this is going to. We still got the the COVID thing is not going away. But then, what, what, would it go away if Harbaugh's coach of the Raiders? It probably would. Really? Because he's gone. So then, it's a personal thing. It's not an institutional control He's thing. He's the one in charge. No, seriously. No, 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 no. I'm just, I, what yeah. you, no, no, you're what looking you at me like I'm crazy. You're saying. No, they it, are. I'm looking at them. No, like no, no, no. Hold on a second. You gave me a look. You and I have done this long enough where I know the Bruce Feldman look. You, you gave me a look. Like when I said, oh, so if he goes, everything else, institutional control, the institution, we're cool with it. But if he goes, oh, then forget what cheeseburger. What, what cheeseburger? What, what, what Connor Stallion's uh, ticket oh, buying program? No, I'm serious. If that's what if, is that what you're don't saying? ask me to don't ask. I'll be the last person who's going to stand here and defend the NCA. Okay, so I don't, you know, but if you do that, then I understand. This no, is I'm not. No, I'm. <laughs> I'm not defending the NCA. I'm just telling you how the NCA's track record is, and I think that if Jim Harbaugh's, um, yeah, it's like, look, this is not the. This is not a apt comparison. But, like, Tennessee couldn't throw Jeremy Pruitt under the bus harder to the point I of, understand. like, like, you know. Don't hurt us. Hurt him. I got yeah. it. Yeah. And I just think, to them, Jim Harbaugh is much more of a case than Michigan would be. It's not saying Michigan wouldn't get anything. Unless he didn't know. And you're saying, how could he not know? And if he didn't know or he didn't care to know, those are two different things. Or he had nothing to do with it. And we the, don't the, know. The problem for Jim Harbaugh is it doesn't work that way in the NCAA. Understood. There's no, bylaws that are put in that you, even if, even if there is, you are completely oblivious to what Connor Stallions was doing. Right. Like I, my hunch, and I don't know this and none of us know this for sure, is he did not know the scope of what Connor Stallions was doing and how he was doing. I can't believe Connor Stallions was doing everything that he was doing that he's alleged to have done. It's very, you know, like this will be a term that this will be a term that will resonate with you, which is it's very Galuli like (laughs) (laughs) you're not wrong, which is which is the embarrassment part of of that. Anything Jeff Galuli like (laughs) would be related to 
the Michigan football program, that's the embarrassing part about it. Oh, I'm sure it is. You I'm know? sure you guys so are again, like, But I want to know. I, honestly, like every day I come on the microphone and I speak from the heart and I speak from the gut. I need information. And we need it fast. Certainly if asterisks are going to be applied. The doesn't operate fast. And, you're not, and you don't want... Well, you, then the Big Ten. You're saying the Big Ten acts first. That's why I think the... Uh, again, that's why I think the Big Ten may have a more realistic chance to say, look, you suspended a guy who works for you immediately. These are the circumstances. This uh, You've already had Jim sit out games. If I was a Michigan fan, if I was you, mm-hmm. I'd be like, you know what? I'd much rather have you suspend Jim Harbaugh than do something to the team. Well, guess what? I'd rather win the natty and show everybody that we can win the natty with Everything that Connor Stallions is, excuse me, forever. no, no, Connor Stallions is gone. He's gone. Who it's cares? Done. All of his information doesn't just disappear. Yeah. Well, uh, and uh, these guys don't wave the men his... in black thing so they forget about all, it. All, hold on a second. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me, Tommy Lee Jones. Excuse me. No. I mean, all, I'm right. But, but all of these teams risk banding up. You don't think Ohio State's worked on a whole different uh, um Sign situation? Oh, I'm sure Honestly, they have. Exactly. TCU, they, they, they got six weeks TCU in advance. tried to By remedy way, it. where the hell were the signs there? Connor Stallions, great job, man. So all I'm saying is, you know, it, it's 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 very convenient for people to say, well, they, they had everybody's signs, except TCU's. Well, they had everybody's signs. I mean, honestly, when, when Kirby Smart said what he said, yeah, I didn't see any indication of sign stealing because they beat the crap out of Michigan. That's why. So all I'm saying Win the natty, go on a run. We still don't know what Jim knew or not. Proven it. Prove it to me. See it. I want it. I want that information before I sit here and go, absolutely, he should be suspended. I think they rip it out. Root and branch, they've done it. Go rip everybody a new one. Win the natty, and then we'll deal with it then. I have a question for you. Any thought in your head? I might get fired. <laughs> Rich is so worked up. He no, made say This is Mike. No, we speak the same Northeast language. This no, is the no, way no, I talk. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pleasure no, having you, Bruce. <laughs> no, stop. I'm kidding. Okay, very good. He knows I'm right. <laughs> no, I just know that, you know, uh, I don't know every podcast you go on. Is that a lack of institutional control for me? You know, you just don't tell me. Basically, he's the Connor Stallions of the Rich Eisen show, <laughs> not me. Thanks for coming on. This is what we call a real conversation, wouldn't you say? Okay. This <laughs> guy over there. Uh, enjoy, uh, what is it, Texas, you said, Kansas State. Texas, K-State. Okay, very good. We're there. Very good. Enjoy it. Uh, we'll see you down the road. That's uh, our Hey, next week, week, Penn State, Michigan. That's right. I'll we'll be, be in Germany. Trip. I'll be in Germany. Because you know I'm I'm uh, I'm scouting for uh, Michigan's uh, Bundesliga Love it. program. Love it. Yeah, that's next right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. 
Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I see a lot of things back here. Uh, a number one, Halloween peeps. That's from last Halloween. Those are, those are a year old that my mom sent. I think you have to eat them on camera. Like right now? Yeah. 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 Yeah, those are like those are like oh. nuclear holocausts. That, 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 that lasts. By the way, is anyone else gonna have one of these? Are you gonna have one? Absolutely not. No. What else is under there? You're learning your lesson right these now. Are just, by the um, way, they're still soft. Of course. Uh, Can I eat this? Chris, Chris Paul bobblehead box. Oh yeah. A bobblehead box. Is it empty? Yeah. The bobble, Why are you keeping the, the box? Heads on the desk. Why How's the peep? Yeah. How's the peep? What are you keeping the box? By the way, bring them. Yeah. Are you serious? Did anybody want one? No. I'm curious what a year old peep looks like. What else is under there? Oh, some more year old Halloween candy. Dude, Halloween is a week and a half away. I'm getting ready. I was stocking up. How many shirts are under there? All right. One. Yeah. T-shirt. Two. Regular shirt. Three. This is ridiculous. Hold on. Keep going. We call it Brockman's Hobo. Dude, what are you doing? Wait, hold on. Six. This is crazy. There's more. No way. Seven. Seven. Gillian, this is insane. Have you ever? Eight. This is like. <laughs> What's this? Not. Is this a shirt? Nine? Nine. Oh my god. Uh, we've got some. Pull over. Ten. More shirts than I own. I got a hat. Dude. Hat. Bonova. A spoon. <laughs> that he stole from me. A water bottle. Oh my god. This is. There's a lab coat. Dude. Oh, more rowdy Roddy Piper. This is. It's, it's, Oh, oh my God! That's sweet. Why that is that should, under there? That should be out. It's a little creepy. I don't know. It's a little, oh, the rest of it's not Magic creepy. Magic eraser. <laughs> this is unbelievable. What? I just bought some of these at Home Depot. They're great. Ah, the delightful Gillian Jacobs, oh. back here on the Rich Eisen show. <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny that Bruce Feldman's just like saying something along the lines of, "You know, are you concerned whenever I get all riled up or whatever?" Because that's just. That's me. That's yeah, the way I talk. Just fired up. Oh, that's it's the East Coast in me. Yep. You know, and, and it, it does put some Californians off, you know? <laughs> it does. Oh, yeah. Susie's the not, same way. Like, Susie yeah. will say something, and some people are like, is she angry? Is she upset? Yeah. I'm like, no, that's, no. that's us. Nope. That's her. Yeah. And so I had a moment like that <laughs> last night. Uh-oh. Trick or treating. Oh, geez. Oh. Trick or treating with the kids Uh-oh. in the valley. Okay. Cooper... Eisen, he, 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 you know, he's out of all three of our kids, least into the dress up part of it. Right. Yeah. But he wanted to be part of it. Like, the, the, the trick or treating, the candy, he's all in. The dress up, he's yeah. just like, he's not. He's not candy. He's not Like, honestly, like Xander is thinking about next year's costume today. <laughs> all right. That's like my brother. He's a showman. My daughter That's is true. also into yeah. it. She was Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. you know. Just Great costume. Cooper. I gave him my Jets jersey that they sent when uh, Rogers signed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I got a. I gave him the Rogers jersey, and then he put a a uh, a wrap on his left foot. <laughs> okay. So when he walked up to some do, some guy's spot, you know, in the valley, he didn't see the ironic wrap on the oh, foot. Like it, he I, just saw Jets jersey it, and right. started giving him crap about New York 
fans and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> now, I had, I had a little bit of a roadie with me, okay? Oh, that's necessary. A roadie? A little roadie. You I mean, roadie? I had a roadie last night. Okay. So, yeah, so, so I had a roadie with me, <laughs> and I just went up to him. I'm like, you know, oh uh, you know what? I try to have fun with it. I'm like, you know what? He's a Jet fan. Give him some more candy. And he goes, well, just he's, they said something along the lines of, like, he's kind of lucky to get it being a New York fan. And I just finally said to him, who's your team, sir? And he goes... Lakers and Dodgers, and I go, I go, Dodgers. And he goes, yeah, Dodgers. And I'm like, the Yankees had the same number of playoff wins this year as the Dodgers. Zero. And he goes, the Yankees have all their championships before 1970. And I'm like, 1977, 78, 96, 98, 99, 2000, 2009. I I kept going. Wait a minute. You did all this dressed like a banana? Like a banana. (laughs) You were dressed as a banana? Yes. Oh, my God. I did not see this. Correct. I did not see this. That was my life last (laughs) night. Wow. I did not. At which point, Xander Xander starts to, like, pull me away. And God bless him. He goes, Dad, you should talk about this on your show tomorrow. I'm like, absolutely. I was steaming. I was steaming. Like, I wanted to go back. I turned to Cooper. I'm like, I hope you took that dude for all his Twix, man. I hope you cleaned him out. Take one. Of his Kit Kats. Dodgers. Get out of here. Who are they to talk? Speaking of asterisks. Dude. Yeah, exactly. I almost want to go back. I'm like, and the Yankees. The years they won, they played 162. <laughs> Get out of here. Kirk Gibson, my, you know, that was last night. I, I had a sports argument on the streets of Southern California as a banana. Oh, my God. Yeah, man, was don't mess funny? with me. That's this picture before after the play? Before, it's free. Oh, wow, wow, I was wait. in a mood. Oh, Oh. Dressed as a banana. Oh, Dressed as a oh, banana. Wow. <laughs> How absurd must that have been? Oh, my God. But the dude's like Dodgers. I mean, Lakers, I got to stop, you know? Lakers. They burned it. No, no, no. They burned it. But Dodgers. Don't give my son crap about being a New York fan. You're a Dodger fan. And he says Yankees haven't won. They had all their championships before 1970. They had a lot of them. Before 19. But oh, get out of here. Come on. So as, as I'm walking down the street, I keep naming years, year, year, year. And Xander's like kind of pulling me away. <laughs> I would have loved to. I had that moment. Dude. <laughs> yeah, don't. You go fool New York. Xander accused me don't. of being tipsy. Fool and I'm like, coast. no, no. You know what I am? An angry New York sports fan getting that. And plus, look, he's, he's giving your brother crap. For hey, a run. Hey, run. Yeah. Where, where are, are you? you? This is a banana. By the way, were you a little tipsy though? Because I mean, just, oh, I mean, I it's you had yeah, some roadies, it, it was not the Pinot oh, Noir talking. Pinot <laughs> Noir. Yeah, we had the hot mold wine in the water bottles. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh. I mean, you got it. You got it. Halloween, you got it. After a while, this yeah, kind of gets repetitive. So here's another house. Oh, then it's the same candy too. There's someone else dressed as Taylor Swift. Oh, there you go. But you didn't see little Jon Snow out there, it was did you? The, he, but Cooper was the only Aaron Rodgers out there with a with a walking boot. Oh, my God. And I was the angry banana. Did, did he have ayahuasca with him? Or? Hey. That's-